I have a very dramatic announcement. So anyone with a weak heart should leave now. Unreal. Revolution. Revolution. Uncensored. Revolution. Revolution. Unfiltered. Revolution. Unchanged. Revolution. Revolution. Unadulterated. Revolution. Revolution. Unbelievable. CliffCentral.com. Revolution. Revolution. Revolution.
Hello, 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 hello. This is a beautiful afternoon. My name is Deborah Mafodi. Welcome to another exciting installment of 360 Biz right here on Cliff Central. Yeah, no, I think Bulelani, this thing, dude, of, you know, we used to be doing a show on Tuesday. Yeah. Now we're on Wednesday. And, um, I don't know whether is it my mind or, um, is it my body starting to catch up? It's a new desk, um, new studios, new everything, dude. I don't know how, how we're supposed to, um, to actually handle this, I mean, I think that the one of the coolest things that came out of this, the mics are new. The mics are new. Okay. It smells nice. It smells smells fresh, potpourri, new leather. There's no leather. Yeah. But I can smell leather somewhere. Oh, it's this expensive um, <laughs> item here. I will not mention who it belongs to, but uh, it's, it's another beautiful. <laughs> but it's another beautiful day. You know, we're talking entrepreneurship and the opportunities out there, engaging amazing stakeholders who are in the bu- who are in the building today, mm-hmm. and that we'll be sharing with. And I'm very excited about some of the opportunities that they have and some of the product projects that they've embarked on in terms of entrepreneurial development and just uplifting the economy of South Africa they've done amazing amazing stuff yeah so we've got we've got opportunities today eh? so I mean what what do you call this opportunistic Wednesday this is this, what's happening here in the studio today is synonymous with to what would happen if you got a tender I feel like uh, so I feel like an opportunity premier right now because opportunities <laughs> are in the room but I'm excited I mean some of the work that Cecil has done is amazing work yeah. some of the work that's I mean Yokulula has done is amazing work some of the stakeholders in the house that you know our listeners will be listening to have done amazing amazing things and people need to really hear because oftentimes we talk about the pri- private sector participation mm-hmm. but a lot of people don't really know Know the work that they're doing and they would really love to see them everywhere but i mean them being everywhere would mean 90 percent of their annual budgets and profit which is not feasible because they still need to pay salaries and stuff so we're celebrating corporates we're celebrating excellence we're speaking opportunities i'm excited it's a cho- it's a wednesday no yeah, yeah. that switch <laughs> you know but i guess i guess we'll get um a, a hang of it i think i mean you've already given up um a hint and a clue of some of the the guests that we have in studio um, I mean, some of them, we're not seeing them for the first time. Uh, we've got guests that we have been on the show before. Uh, and at the same time, I mean, we've got newbies um, that we're looking forward to breaking their virginity today uh, on this show right here on, on 360Biz. Um, I mean, we've got Mr. Evans Jones, um, who's the portfolio manager for Stellar Credit. And um, we've got Miss Eve um, Lebertrau. Um, from ComAir, who's the head of HR? There is okay, yeah, executive manager uh, for human resource. Um, these are some of the guests that we have um, in studio. But I think more than anything, let's save time and get right um, straight to it. I think Bulelani, uh, do you want to guide us in terms of? Um, on some of our guests as to who we, or should I handle? Oh. <laughs> I think, I think, I think we'll share this one. Okay. Um, you know, I'd like to open, uh, break the ice with, uh, Mr. Justice, uh, Makagula. You know, we had him in studio and I think the last, the, it, it's so great that he's actually here because the last time when we had him on, we, he had made a promise that we, he's going to come back or rather we were going to have him back and it's such a great privilege. Um, I mean, we've seen the great work that, uh, Cecil has been doing through various programs. I mean, like your step up to a startup and all those different kinds of programs. You know, we just really wanted to jump into what are some of the exciting programs that you guys are getting up to, you know, just to get the word out there. And I mean, how do entrepreneurs participate in some of those products? Yeah. And I think more than we, when you start, maybe start by saying hi to our listeners. You know? <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, hi to you, to the listeners. My name is Justice Makakula. I'm the Vice President for Social Investment at Sasso. 
part of the work that we do to to contribute to socio-economic development in our communities is enterprise and supply development, which is really working with small businesses. And this is because the, the numbers are telling us that uh, the majority of business activity in our economy is by the SMME sector, about 80% of the activity. And the majority of jobs um, that we have are also created by that sector, uh, 60% actually of those jobs, and a similar number in terms of contribution to GDP. And therefore, it's just logical that if you want to grow the economy, then you need to focus uh, in that sector. But what is really worrying is that the entrepreneurial activity, which is the, 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 the people in our population who are involved in entrepreneurial work, is quite low. And this is if we compare it to some of our BRICS uh, uh, partners. So we decided to get involved in supporting um, entrepreneurial development programs uh, for the reason that we actually want to make a contribution into growing the South African economy. So we've got programs including um, business incubation. We've got a facility in Sasselberg where we incubate uh, small businesses, particularly in the manufacturing sector because it's a labor-intensive sector and it's actually a, a technical sector which could help us uh, with reducing <laughs> the amount of imports uh, yeah. into this country. And we've got uh, a fund, um, a Sasol Siaka fund, uh, through which we provide loan funding to uh, to small businesses and a lot of other exciting entrepreneurial development training programs for young people in the communities in which we operate. Now, 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 Mr. Justice, you know, you know, you know, this is a question that I also pose to some of the other people in the room. We engage with quite a lot of entrepreneurs, uh, most of them startups and SMMEs through the different platforms that we that that we engage with them on, and most of them can normally complain about, you know, access to market, access to market being being part of the supply chain and all that stuff. But I just want to flip the screen a little bit. Um, in terms of your portfolio, do you cover um, um, do you cover supply chain? And if you do cover supply chain, inducting those SMMEs into supply chain, do they deliver to that level, or what is the lacking thing you feel small businesses could actually um, increase in terms of the quality, they 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 service to then match that level? Yeah. Uh, uh, thanks for that question. I think it's very important because there is no point in just putting people in training programs um, and after that they get no opportunities. So what we have. At Sasol is a an enterprise development program that is integrated with our preferential procurement uh, strategy. So we've recently uh, put in place a set-aside strategy, which is really about identifying categories in our supply chain where we can have small businesses coming through. What we are finding is this, um, most of these small businesses, um, they tend to, to, to be traders. So they're kind of middlemen between the actual person that provides mm. the goods and the services and us, we, we prefer to work directly with a small business. And when we do that, uh, we start to find that they lack mostly in the systems. So a quality management system because we want pr quality product. Yeah. So we want to understand what quality system they have in place to make sure that the product that comes out actually meets our, our requirements. And we very much... Uh, safety conscious. So it's very important that you also have a safety system in place. And we find that most businesses don't have that. Other than the other issues of, of managerial, you know, skills of actually being able to run the business efficiently, those are some of the things that we find that small businesses lack. And we don't just leave them. If they don't have uh, those systems, we then work with them through the enterprise development team.
Now that's beautiful. And I mean, just, just run us through, you know, just run us through the program a bit. I mean, is it a year long program? Is it a, what's the criteria for a, an entrepreneur out there who's listening for getting onto such a program? Good. So I'll actually like that question. So we, we've, we, we've decided that we, we're not going to do programs because programs sometimes are more about pushing the numbers. We're focusing on what we call outcomes and the impact of the activities that we, that we do. So what we do with our supply chain people is we identify an opportunity within the supply chain where we need a small business to provide certain goods and services. And then we go out and find a small business that has some capacity to deliver uh, that service or product but may also need support. It may be through funding or it may be through the systems that I've just spoken about. Then we put them into our system and we handhold them. So it's not like we have a, a program. So you're in this program mm-hmm. for 12 months or for six months or whatever. You are with us. You are our partner. You do business with us and we are going to be with you throughout the journey. So it's very difficult for me to say, no, we have a program. It's 12 months or six months and thereafter you get an opportunity. No, it is opportunity-based from the beginning. I mean, speaking of opportunity-based, let me bring um, on board Mr. Evans-Jones. Mr. Evans, uh, do you want to start maybe uh, quickly by saying hi to our listeners? Uh, Tell us who you and what is that you do? Yeah, thanks very much for having me. And uh, obviously to all the listeners out there, hopefully it's uh, informative. I'm certainly learning a lot already about um, some of the other programs in the market. But essentially what I do is um, we offer um, enterprise and and supplier development funds to companies who who often don't don't have the capacity to do that themselves. So if you look at the the B legislation, and 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 I think it's important to understand that the the South African legislation mm-hmm. there's many examples around the world of similar legislation, because around the world the global economy to a large extent is capitalism based, okay. and if you if you end up with any sort of inequality, specifically in in uh, private sector. The stronger will get stronger in a capitalistic economy and the weaker will get weaker. So I think the B codes, if you look at, um, as I understand it, both the Malaysian and the Canadian codes were used um, in order to, to create the South African codes. So a lot of people think that South Africa is unique in developing this kind of um, framework to Here assist. was I taking the credit thinking, you know, we've got this. Yeah, yeah. No, it's not so much that we've got it. I think there's a concern generally from often uh, from the private sector that this is kind of forced on us and South Africa is uh, unique in this regard. And I think the reality is that around the world, these kinds of programs exist uh, in America as well. Um, So so what we do is um, if a company would like to achieve uh, or um, attain their BE scorecard and they don't have the resources or the skill or the capacity to develop. Uh, I mean, if I listen to what Sassel's doing, it's, it's, it's exactly what the codes are looking to do. We do that on an outsource basis. So they invest with us, and we go find black-owned businesses. We go find suppliers for them, and we integrate those suppliers into their supply chain. Um, and so we have over 400 companies that have already invested. And the, the funds you, you mentioned, um, you've got some uh, bees that you're you know, introducing. I presume there was new bees. But uh, our fund is called Inyorsi Enterprise and Supply Development. And mm. Inyorsi is the is a, uh, Nguni word for the bee, and, uh, the wild bee, right? So, mm. and, and our concept essentially is that you need a – if this is going to work, you need everyone pulling together – like a like a beehive, and 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 if everyone works together and does their small part, you can actually make a tremendous result collectively. As 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 a, you know, you can you can achieve a lot 
as a collective than you would as an individual. So essentially, um, while we while we don't have a, a single client as as or a single company as you have with Sassel, we have lots and lots of companies, and they've come to us and said, "Please, can you help us with enterprise development? Please, can you help us with supply development?" Mm. And we do that on their behalf. Yeah, I was actually going to ask um, that you do that as Stella Credit or as Inyosi, but you've just clarified that you do it as Inyosi. But now, I mean, um, Mr. Jones, do um, SMEs know though um, where to find um, this assistance? in terms of helping them develop or sustain their businesses. And most importantly, I mean, do they know that there's companies like yourselves um, in your empowerment that exists and that is ready to assist them? Yeah, I think um, I, would, I, would, I would say that the, the market generally is imperfect. So um, I'm sure that there are lots of companies that have never heard about us or lots of entrepreneurs or people who are looking for funding. But um, it's, an, it's an interesting issue because – in our type of fund, we currently have, let's say, 400 companies that have invested, say, 140 million with us. Mm-hmm. Now, in that process, we've got 140 million with which we can go facilitate or, or help black-owned businesses. But if we could get 500 companies or a thousand companies, so so the, our message has to have it has a dual aspect to it. One is that we're looking for black-owned businesses who need funding, who need mm-hmm. skills development, mm-hmm. who need access to markets. Mm-hmm. And the other aspect is that we're looking for businesses who need assistance with enterprise and supplier development because we need both components. Well, so um, but, but certainly um, we get contacted. Um, I actually wrote an article which is in the newspapers today. And as a result of that, I've had a number of calls already today of people saying that they – one's a, a lady who's doing um, – uh, RPP project in the Northern Cape and is looking for funding in in that etc. So people yeah. do get hold of you. So now this 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 uh, funding that you spoke of is it is it um, a grant is it um, loans um, yeah. what is it? So we typically look at loans. Um, if you look at the space we lend into, typically um, relatively new businesses um, with an un, largely untested um, business model would require a significant risk premium. What that means quite simply is if if I were a commercial lender mm-hmm. and uh, one of these businesses came to me and said, look, I've been running for two or three years. I can't get bank funding. Can you fund me? Okay. And I try to fund them commercially. I would probably charge them a very high interest rate because I'd have to try and cover my potential losses. Fortunately, with this fund, because the focus of the fund is on providing our clients with a BE scorecard and they're not that concerned about their, about a return. In fact, some of them are not concerned about return at all. Mm-hmm. We're able to fund at very, very um, aggressive interest rates. And we typically fund it around prime, which for businesses, most of the businesses we fund are simply incapable of, of obtaining funding from the banks. So if they went to a bank and tried to obtain funding, mm-hmm. most of them wouldn't even get uh, loan application forms processed by the banks. Mm-hmm. If they did get them processed, they would be charged extremely high rates of interest, which may in turn cause those companies to fail. So what we try and do is actually provide them with relatively commercial funding, although it's at significantly subsidized rates. But also what that does is it, it ensures that if at some point in the future, let's say 5, 10, 15, 20 years' time, the B legislation is amended or repealed, at least you've got companies that have been that have been created on the back of commercial loans that can then sustain themselves. So grants, while they are fantastic to receive, they have the they have the one risk that you can become overly dependent on those grants, and if the grant environment falls away, there's a big chance that the companies that rely heavily on grants may well um, fold at that stage. Mm. And then you know, 
just on that topic, I'd like to throw it at you. Uh, I've got a question I'd like to throw your way, Mr. Kumakakula. In terms of the funding, what is the funding criteria that you guys have? That's the first question. So I'm going to also throw the question back to you because this is one thing I'd like to know. And in terms of the entrepreneurs that you guys have funded, have you found some, have you found any of those entrepreneurs to have defected in the paybacks or the utilization of those funds? Yeah. yeah. And maybe when, when you're answering that question as well, um, fit in the fact that, um, the, the kind of SME that qualifies, um, you know, to, 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 um, to be actually getting the funding and the kind of industries maybe that you're involved in. Yeah. So the, the Sasol Siaka Enterprise and Supply Development Fund basically funds SMMEs. This is a small businesses. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you look in the BEE codes, they have to be businesses that have a turnover of less than 50 million rand per annum or even 50 million. That's okay. the starting point and they have to be black owned mm-hmm. and they have to be Involved in our supply chain, so, so uh, providing certain services uh, or goods uh, into our business. Mm-hmm. But they have to have a a business that is able to repay the loan. So which means the business has to be viable. So we do an, an analysis to make sure that the business is viable. And I think the point has just been well made now that we could actually find businesses and give them uh, loans at commercial rates, which uh, the, the banks do. Uh, but we've decided that we, our fund is positioned as a developmental fund. Yeah. So we are very much interested in the sustainability of the business. Mm-hmm. And cash flow is a big issue. So we look at the interest rate uh, that we charge these businesses. But we also look at the, call it repayment period. Because mm. that also has an influence in terms of how the business uh, is sustainable. So so that's really the positioning of uh, of our fund. Um, I think I've already covered the issue of, of, of criteria. So. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, if I look at it from Inyosi's perspective, um, Justice has made the point eloquently that obviously the loan criteria, the first loan criteria is determined by the codes themselves. You have mm. to have black owned. And unfortunately, the, 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 the BE codes said 51%, which it actually, in my mind, should have been 50% plus one vote, but that's another issue. Um, I'm sure the drafters had a particular reason why they put 51%. Um, and obviously, a turnover of, le- of 50 million or less. Um, what we typically look for is a business that's got a three- to five-year track record. Um, and, and I think, uh, just to make a very, very good point, uh, in this space, it's absolutely vital that you lend responsibly. Um, the last thing you want to do is to saddle a business with um, repayments that it can't actually handle, and you will actually precipitate its its failure. So, in the in the we we launched our enterprise development fund in 2012, and as I said, we've raised over um, in in combination with our supply development about 140 million rand. We've advanced over 160 million rand, and we haven't had a single missed interest payment or capital repayment. And one of the reasons, and and a lot of People just are staggered by that. And, and my take on this is quite simple. There, there are a lot of very good businesses out there, regardless of color, that struggle to access finance. And it's, it's our role in this fund specifically to look for black businesses, but to try and take them through what we would call the desert, a period during which you've started a business with the capital that you have. Maybe you, you cashed in your pension fund, you, uh, hocked your house or you know uh, drew down as much as you could on your house you tapped a wealthy uncle and aunt whatever you did to, to start your business you've built it up for two or three years 
and you've, you've, you've utilized all the capital that you have and you've got no one to turn to. The banks are not going to fund you at that point. Mm-hmm. We want to fund you when you're in that desert. And if we've done our job correctly, we'll hold your hand through the desert. And if we've done our job properly, you will ultimately turn around and tell us that you no longer need our funding because you can get funding from the banks. And that's exactly what we want to do. Yeah. So we want to help the guys through the desert. Mm-hmm. So I want to throw a curveball. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I want to throw a curveball. I'm throwing this curveball because I already sent out the questionnaire. How much, in the, ever since you guys started with the entrepreneurial development program, how much money have you spent developing entrepreneurs? Um, a I rough did, estimate. I, I, I did anticipate that question, and I, <laughs> <laughs> and I tried to figure out uh, how to answer it. You but want to know. It's full of what? <laughs> yeah. Basically, we our fund is a, is a 150 million rand fund, uh, the Sasol Siaka Enterprise and Supplier Development Fund. Um, in the last financial year, we actually uh, disbursed uh, about 57.2 million rand to small businesses. Mm, they didn't meet the target. And the, they didn't the, meet the, target. the, the average, <laughs> the average uh, uh, loan size yeah. was 5.7 million. Wow. So that actually tells you that our, our focus is really making sure that we can build businesses that are on their way to become um, listed in the in the stock exchange and all that. If you're talking the BE mm, codes, mm. you're talking about QSEs, uh, yeah. um, qualifying small enterprises. So that's really what we we're trying to do. And on the business development side, we also spend millions there on yeah. the systems that we put um, into place for these small businesses. Um, and if you want to to get the numbers. Our financial statements are being um, uh, finalized, <laughs> and the results will be yeah. will be announced in the next week or so. So I can talk to you about that after. So, just just as a parting shot before we release you, um, are you finding a challenge in sourcing black bone companies that are in the chemical space with regards to your and with, with regards to the incubation that you guys have at Cecil? Um I wouldn't say we're finding a challenge. We're having a lot of what really inspires me is that wow. young people in South Africa, in the townships and all that, are catching up on this entrepreneurship bug. Mm. And they want to do things. They want to get involved in all sorts of spaces, including the technical spaces and moving away from events management and catering and all those things. So we recognize that the interest is there. But we need to add value through the incubator by just making sure that whatever they're thinking about can actually be commercialized. Yeah. So we work with them through through that process. So uh, there's a lot of interest, uh, but there's a lot of work to do in just making sure that what people want to do can actually be commercialized and be sustainable. Hmm. So, um, I mean, Mr. Evans, uh, before we, we actually let you go as well. Um, I mean, does injecting funds into SMEs really ensure that um, they survive? Um, I don't think just injecting funds is going to do it. Um, and if you look at the codes, one of the big innovations in or in the redrafting of the codes or the amended codes was the introduction of supply development, which effectively pulled entrepreneurs into the supply chains of companies. So I think our our assessment of it is that we try and deliver three key ingredients to to black-owned um, businesses – we try and provide them with access to funding. We try and provide them with access to markets. We've got over 400 companies who are looking to buy goods and services from them. And then we try and help them with skills development. So we, well, you know, access to skills. And we, and so if you, I think the combination of those three things are likely to, to end up um, enhancing an already good business. Um, and if we get that right, We'll take part or, or be a participant in growing a very vital um, aspect of the economy and specifically one 
which can deliver significant um, job creation, which obviously is one of the big issues that bedevils uh, the South African economy. Hmm. So uh, now uh, for people that want to get more information, um, <coughs> Mr. Justice, about some of the information mm. um, that you've given and some of the programs that you do, um, yeah. when can they get hold of more information? Yeah. So we've got an access point through our website, um, at SASOL website, uh, but we also have an email address where people can send us uh, uh, requests. It's uh, info.esd at sasol.com. Info at ESD. Um, dot info dot or info, info dot, dot esd, ESD at okay no not a problem um events uh maybe before you you give us the information um i didn't hear from in terms of the um the industries that you guys fund we fund all industries oh, and we okay. fund nationally as well Oh, okay. No, not a problem. Uh, do you guys have a website, a portal? Yeah, there's a website in, in your C-I-N-Y-O-S-I.co.za. I know. She was mumbling. So I'd like to ask you something. Mumbling. I didn't hear I'm that. thinking of starting a political party. What are my chances? <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> we'll call it even in Bulelani, Debo, Poco, and... Thank you very much for joining us, Mr. Makakula, Evans. Thank you very much. No, Thank definitely. You. Give us the website again. Inyosi.co.za. Inyosi.co.za. Info.esd at sasol.com. Info. It could be a song. No, it actually is. Maybe we, 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 must Maybe we could get funding for that. <laughs> Imagine. <laughs> I'm okay. Thank no, you. we'll be back right after this. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. Mama, I made it. Mama, I made it. Happy belated. I drop the top to the Porsche and I stick out my head and scream, Mama, I made it. I love the fact that he says, uh, now I'm famous. Eh? 
It reminds me of you, Bulelani. That now you're famous. I'm sure when you go to Tembisa, that's what you get there and saying uh, driving in. <laughs> I'm not famous at all. I wish I was. <laughs> <laughs> Is it? Um, if ever you've just joined in, you're still listening to uh, 360 Bears right here on Cliff Central. And if you've just tuned in, you missed out on an interesting discussion um, that we had with um, Evans Jones. Um, from Inyosi Empowerment and Mr. Justine from Sasol. Uh, they were talking about some of the empowerments um, that they're having um, on, on their companies. Uh, part of the discussion that we have to, uh, today on the show is what are corporates doing in terms of empowering um, of small businesses. And um, interesting enough, Buleran, I actually thought last week was the end of Women's Month. You know, and, <laughs> <It doesn't end. laughs> and, and having women, but, uh, I think the gentlemen have just paved the way. Uh, we've got beautiful two ladies, um, in studio, um, that I spoke of earlier that have joined us. Um, you know, we've got Candy, um, from Tsokosan. Candy's become part of the furniture, bro, you know. I was uh, telling Ken- Candy's family. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, to say, you know what, uh, welcome once more, um, Candy. Um, it's always good to, to actually have you here. Um, with us always coming up with exciting stuff, eh? Definitely. No, definitely. And you know, one cool, cool and amazing thing mm-hmm. is that next to Candy sits an amazing lady. I met her a couple of months ago. Okay. We had a beautiful conversation. Mm-hmm. And I remember staring into her eyes and I was like, you look so beautiful and young. How, how young are you? 24, 22? <laughs> and she laughed, but she's just a beautiful soul. But yes. more than anything, they've got amazing programs that they are running i mean and so is toho san i mean one of one of them being you know the step up to a startup but i mean they've got other things that they are doing i mean i, I know that i spoke to um some of the toho san um guys at, at at one of the events and they were telling me about the programs that they are running in the in the dissolute area in terms of entrepreneurial development and so is kulula in terms of the development in and around their area where they are in kempton park which is phenomenal and that is what we are celebrating today so thank you happy women's month it's not it's not, it's not over yet <laughs> thank you <laughs> thanks guys you know women's month is never over here yeah? is it is it yeah. never over yeah yeah, it lasts forever. Oh, okay. No, no, definitely, <laughs> and it, it's a very valid and good point um, that you've made mention of. I think maybe um, let's start with you, Kendi, um, so that uh, you pave a way um, for Eve, <laughs> okay. uh, since you're part of the family. Um, so, what is it um, that brings you here today? Uh, with us, I think maybe start by saying hi to our listeners. Tell us who you are and what is it that you do. Okay, hi yeah. everybody. Um, I am Candy Tothill, uh, head of corporate affairs for Sogosan. Um, and for those that don't know who Sogosan is, we're a listed entity on the Johannesburg Stock Exchange, and we operate more than ninety hotels and fourteen casino and entertainment destinations across South Africa, Africa, and further afield. Um, the reason that I'm here today, I was I was invited actually by Prime Stars, um, who are running a phenomenal program um, to create a pipeline um, of entrepreneurial minds among our young people uh, that we at, at Sogo Sun believe um, is the sort of the missing link in developing um, small, medium, and micro enterprises in South Africa specifically. Um, if you look elsewhere and you look internationally, you'll see in particular um, in, in countries like the U.S., kids are sort of born with this thinking that they can do anything um, and the sky is the limit for them. And I, I'm very impressed with what Prime Stars has done 
to to encourage our South African youth to to also dream big and and to realize that they can be responsible for their own futures and um, and so that's why we've been as Sogo Sun been supporting Prime Stars uh, for a number of years now um, specifically with uh, this particular project um, because it also has such a logical fit with our entrepreneur development program. Yeah, and then. Um Beautiful Eve. <laughs> you know, um, what are some of the amazing? I know, I know that you guys do amazing work with um, Prime Stars with, yep. with regards to the different programs. And I mean, you guys go through the extent of um, creating accommodation for the learners that are being brought in from different provinces, and you guys fly them everywhere. And people don't know you fly Great. them everywhere for free. You don't charge them anything. They sit. They they you know they they refresh. No hassles. You guys are doing, I mean, what are some of the, let's celebrate you guys today. What are, what are some of the amazing work that you guys are getting up to? Some of the programs that people need to know about. Right. Um, well, I think first of all, just to say hello to everybody out there. Um, I'm Eve Liebertra from, uh, from Kame. Um, I head up human resources and also am responsible for CSI and, um, participate in the, uh, ED side, um, in our organization. Um, I think that um, I very much agree that, that well, certainly the the the, um, the way that we have become involved in this particular uh, participating in this particular program is through Prime Stars. Um, as you mentioned, we are responsible for, um, or rather, we we provide transportation to the learners as well as to people in the organization um, to get them around the country for the various events. And um, we're very proud to be able to do that because we really believe in entrepreneurship. Kame was a company that was started 70 years ago by entrepreneurs, three pilots who um, after when the – War ended, uh, effectively we were out of work and actually started a business. So, so Kame has a long entrepreneurial history, um, and has been very entrepreneurial in many other respects in terms of starting the first low cost airline, Kalula.com, and subsequently, um, various other, um, business initiatives that we have become involved in, which are not really typical airline activities. Um, so I think, Entrepreneurship is something that we really support. Um, we try to encourage it in the people that we have in our organization. In fact, it's one of the pillars of, of, of success um, that we drive um, in our organization um, with our people. And I think that, uh, that, that I agree very much with the situation where, where if, you, if your, your pool, your succession pool of uh, the people entering your organization don't have that sense or that that value. Um, it becomes very difficult as an organization to to continue to be successful. So we would like to be successful for the next 70 years, and that's why we would really like to be involved in as many um, of these kind of programs, encouraging youth to be to be entrepreneurial, creative, innovative, and being able to then draw those people into our organization. And I mean, it's, it's one thing to have beautiful programs that you guys have designed, events, initiatives that you guys come up with that, that is aimed at the development of people. Are you finding there is a response in terms of the, the, the small entre- the black owned businesses or the small entrepreneurs that are out, startup and sorry, not small, but the startup entrepreneurs and SSMEs out there with regards to your programs? Are they responding? 
Yeah, I think people are hungry for opportunity um, and sort of South Africans have, have, have stepped into a place where, where they are, they've, they're very keen uh, to be, to be able to be recognized and to do things themselves. And we want to be independent and we don't want to have to rely on others, but we need to be as a, as a society, we need to open, um, to open up the, the framework so that it makes doing business for small business easy. Um, and one of the things that we as big business need to do, uh, which we're trying to do at Sogo, is to make it easy for small business to do business with big business like ourselves. So one of the, uh, the recently introduced projects that we, we've started doing in addition to our Sogo Sun Entrepreneurs, which supports just about 200 small, medium and micro businesses across the country, um, is the middle of last year, what we did is we started holding, um, uh, daily events or exhibitions that we call supplier showcases. Um, and they have been extraordinarily successful. And basically what the showcase does is it gives a two-hour workshop um, to qualifying small enterprises who are invited to exhibit. Uh, following the workshop, then what it does is it it, in a, it sort of opens up an exhibition like a mini indaba. Um, and then we invite audience members that comprise of other big businesses to come and evaluate those small businesses uh, with their procurement teams so that we actually are providing opportunities for um, those small businesses to become suppliers to big business, knowing that they would already have complied with what the big businesses are looking for. So we found that those are very successful. Um, we've had six nationally to date. Um, and we actually have just run our first local one this morning. Um, a colleague of mine is running it for me in, um, at M20 Casino in Mpumalanga. It's our first one in Mpumalanga. Um, so, so providing these opportunities, making it easy for bus- small business to do business with big business, basically, um, is, is really, we're seeing that the, we, we're, we're able to become, and, and our other guests from Sassel and Stella were talking about, um, supplier development and connecting your entrepreneur development program with your supply chain and things like that. And this particular project that we've started, um, really seems to be able to do that because we as Sogo then become suppliers to these small businesses and they go into one of three channels. Yeah. They either become a promising supplier, um, to Sogo where they, um, get enrolled in our development program. Um, with the intention of ultimately making them into a supplier. Alternatively, they can become a supplier immediately if they're ready. Mm-hmm. Um, and then finally, if we, if there's nothing that we can procure from them, we still register them with a program that we run for one of our shareholders, um, HCI, called the HCI Supplier Club, where they can get benefits. Oh wow, nice. I mean, are you guys, are you guys, in terms of the different programs that you guys run or the programs that you guys sponsor, are you, are you finding, um, recept, uh, receptive entrepreneurs that are just hungry for the same opportunities that are out there? Absolutely. I think that um, we've, we've um, kind of focused um, on industries which have direct relationship to, our, to the kinds of products and services that we actually require. Um, so we've kind of started, started at that particular point. Um, so we, we've been involved with um, an air cargo um, project, um, and subsequently with a, um, a college or a school for kids who leave, um, after a post school and, and are then 
requiring really some kind of exposure to to a work readiness program, and we've been involved in actually setting that up together with um, individuals who are now running that school. Um, many of those people that have come out of that school have then had the opportunity to do learning work uh, or workplace experience with us, and we've been very. Um, pleased with the if, with, with the outcome, we've effectively we have employed roughly 98 percent of those particular individuals that were doing learnerships with us. So we 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 are probably not as um, we haven't um, expanded our reach in terms of the projects we've kind of focused on 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 kind of two specific projects. Um, but I think that. Really, for us, the, what the most valuable one has been has been the has been the school, um, or the training academy, um, which is called CDK, and uh, where we have then been able to actually really give people an opportunity to enter the workplace. So very much the the kinds of things which I think that we're hearing that businesses and CEOs don't want to kind of mention any names, but <laughs> but businesses and CEOs are actually focusing on at yeah. the moment. There's a big drive for this is to create opportunities for people to get workplace experience and then potentially to, to be employed. So um, the college obviously is something which we have invested very heavily in, partnered with the people there, um, provided skills um, as well as being, in, 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 being involved in helping them to acquire the ability to run the financial side of things, really to to make it a successful and sustainable enterprise. Now, in terms of the um, the entrepreneurs that um, you guys engage in, in terms of the development, is it based on is is, is it based is it, is it based on services or the industry that they're in, or is it area based? In terms of the support that you offer either for entrepreneurs or for, you know, young people that you'd be bringing in onto the different programs that you run with the college. That you'd be bringing in. Yeah, from from our side, we we originally started our program. Well, the the guy from Sassel Justice said that he doesn't refer to what he's doing as a program, as a program. and I'm kind of also loath to say a yeah. program, but I don't really know what else to call it. <laughs> um, I was thinking. That. I was trying to think. Okay, what's another another word? But um, he was uh, he, so he was saying that. But the, what we run the the enterprise and supply development, which has got a name called Sogos and Entrepreneurs. Um, started actually in 2005. So it's been going for a long time and it's gone through a pro series of evolutions over the last uh, decade. Um, and we've recently opened it up about two years ago. Previously, it was very concentrated on tourism because we were under the impression that if we focused on what we know, we could deliver a lot of value. Um, over the last two years, what we've, what we've discovered is that actually you know, when it comes down to the fundamentals of business, business is business, no matter what industry you're operating in. So we actually open to, to small businesses in every industry. Um, throughout South Africa, we run um, a 12-month development uh, course, and that development course provides a business coach per business enrolled, as well as a life coach, because we focus on the business as a as an entity that we're developing, and then we also focus on the human being or the entrepreneur um, that is so critical and crucial to making a business a success. Now, before I jump back to Eve, I'd like to now ask: when you guys are running, um, I think I got the word initiative. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah, <laughs> if you when you guys run these initiatives and you're getting in these the, the, the business coaches and um, 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 
and 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 a business strategy that strategy guide. Let me call them that to assist mm. these entrepreneurs. Are they people that are internal? That are maybe staff members that are just offering mentorship, or is it no. a professional service no, that is we offered? Employ, we employ qualified, uh, certified life coaches and business coaches, um, wow. who we that forms part of our program. We run it as you know as a as a, a legitimate intervention uh, that we spend a significant um, amount of money on, making sure that it's very professional and well run, and that we also we monitor um, and uh, measure our impact. Um, and then at the end of every year, we have um, an annual entrepreneur conference. Our next one is coming up. Hopefully, you've received an invitation uh, to our awards dinner. I was on the last one. <laughs> <laughs> Tabor was there last year um, in in October. And, and we bring everybody, all the entrepreneurs enrolled, and there's, as I said, nearly 200 um, to to the conference where we sort of refresh and revise everything that we've done in the year. And then we have um, also an Entrepreneur of the Year Award. Um, and I've currently got, we've just recently had the judging. We've got five finalists now for 2016. And then we have a gala dinner where we celebrate the accomplishments of these small businesses. And we um, award this particular award to one person. Wow. Eve? The work that you guys do, is it targeted to a certain area, industries, or you just uh, you guys are open to anyone? We, 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 look, at this particular point in time, we've targeted it specifically in, within our industry, uh, because we've seen that as being the, um, uh, the most, um, uh, sensible thing or the practical thing for us to do at this particular point in time. However, with the, um, introduction of the new, um, BE scorecard, we are reviewing our approach and looking at how we could potentially be um, investing and um, involve industries which are not necessarily directly related to our industry, but also are and are kind of ancillary or other. I think business is business, as yeah. you were saying, Candy. No, so, that's beautiful. Yeah. And then, I mean, in terms of the, you know. In terms of in terms of the large budgets that you guys spend on these, I'm gonna throw the money curb. I love money. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's why we have it business. better when it's in my account. That, that's, that's, why, that's why we in business. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, if it's too much of a sensitive topic, you no, could no. jump over it. I mean, but we're what? A, yeah, we're a listed entity, so we're a public company, um, and um, we've recently verified our. Uh, triple B E results uh, as well, with, along with the rest of corporate South Africa, um, and our enterprise and supplier development investment in the last financial year was 84 million rand. Wow! Yeah, so so we don't take this lightly. But also, what's important for people to understand, the listeners listening in, we are very interested in seeing small business succeed, because there's two. You know, you've got to start with why. Um, you know, what's the per- what are you doing this for? And, and I um, am a very strong believer in that. And um, the reason that we as Sogosan have undertaken this with such seriousness is because we are a large organization. We have more than 20,000 employees employed in, in this country. Um, it's in our interests as a business in order to see our business thrive um, to make sure that the society and the economy thrive also. So we can't have this level of unemployment in South Africa because then there's no market for our products yeah, and services to be sold. That's true. So, so we see it as sort of a, a very strategic part of our business strategy um, to invest in making sure that we 
empower small businesses to employ people and create jobs so that we can address this issue of unemployment. That's the only way we're going to do it. Yeah. Um, and then secondly, to, to grow the middle class in South Africa, you know, to, to grow that. Um, and the best way to do it is to help people to run sustainable businesses um, that, you know, is going to change. That's really uh, affecting change. Eve, I'm going to throw this one back to you. Right, the money one. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, We've um, invested, um, we're also a listed organization, and um, our results uh, will be published during the course of next week, I believe. So I'm not really at liberty to sort of discuss the immediate, uh, or rather to discuss the the um, current um, uh, spend, but um, certainly over a, a, a period of um, five years, we have probably invested about 20 million um, wow. in wow. enterprise development. And, uh, yeah, so, it, it, you know, it's something that we take very seriously. And yeah. we, we really would, uh, I think, very much um, like uh, the tourism industry, well, certainly the, the hotel industry, we re- are reliant on customers traveling. Um, so if we want our market to grow, we really need to have people that have the ability to be able to spend mm-hmm. uh, money on on traveling, et cetera, et cetera. So I think that if, if from a very, very uh, – we come from a very similar uh, point yeah. um, of view in, in that regard. Yeah. Uh, um, <laughs> we're recording an um. We, we, we both want to talk to you. <laughs> okay, a, a, a quick one, um, Kenny, uh, for 30 seconds. Um, one success story that you've had? Um, our recent uh, Sokosan Entrepreneur of the Year, uh, Nomsa Mazibuko, she runs a guest house in Whitbank. Yes, we interviewed Emma her Lashleni. after she oh, won. Oh, did you? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, and, you know, when she started, she was at my induction. Uh, just about 24 months ago now, um, she was she was running the guest house definitely, but the phenomenal strides that this lady has taken to take her her she, she has literally taken her guest house as a result of being enrolled in this program and and winning the entrepreneur of the year. Um, she is her occupancy is unheard of in in the current um, state of the economy, where she runs it between eighty and ninety percent occupancy on average what? all the time. Hmm. She's opened another guest house next door, so she's got visit Vakasha one and visit Vakasha two because there's such a demand for what she's selling. Wow! She's diversified into conferencing and events. Um, and she has gone all out and she's actually an inspirational speaker. And she goes and she speaks to other entrepreneurs mm. to inspire them and share her journey and her wow. story yeah. with them. So people that want more information, where can they get hold of it? Um, they can look at our Facebook page. Mm-hmm. It's Sogo Entrepreneurs. Mm-hmm. Um, they can email us on sogo.entrepreneurs.com. Okay. Or they can visit sogosun.com. Mm. Or they can speak to me on Twitter. At Candy Tothill. Okay, ma'am. Um, people that want to get hold of you guys, right? Well, um, through our um, web page, mm-hmm. so comi.co.za, and um, obviously through other, also through myself, Eve. Uh, dot at no, definitely. Um, this is all that we had for you today, right here on Three Sixty Biz. Words of closing. Thank you for the amazing work you're doing. It's shaping and changing our country. 
the real heroes are sitting in this room. Thank you. <laughs> no, definitely. Thank you. Um, and my word of closing to entrepreneurs out there, you'll never know what is out there until you go out there and knock, knock, and knock. Catch us again next time right here on 360Biz. Cliff Central, same time, same place. We're out. Cliffcentral.com.